been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 80 And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man Put money in my mom's hand Get my daughter this college plan So she don't need no man Stay far from timid Only make moves when your heart's in it And live the free sky's the limit
nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You wanna see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. They come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Okay. What is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. And on this episode, we have Notorious Unscripted 67, man. We have episode 67 of Unscripted. And with that being said, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how this show works, man. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we're on here with the news and every big five for WWE and big four for AEW. We are on here directly afterwards with the post-show review. And if you guys did miss Survivor Series, man, you could... Uh, it's not up on all platforms yet. Because YouTube, for whatever reason, makes me wait a while to download my own videos. Probably like rendering or something. It usually takes a day. So, probably something like that. Yeah, usually never lets me upload it the day after. But... It should be uploaded very soon, but if you did miss this past Friday's edition of the news, you can find that on all platforms. Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, come right here on YouTube, man. And with that being said, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the hosts of this very show, and as for the other half, we got Master K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. I had a great weekend. Fun as hell, bro. Survivor Series. It was definitely the uh, sleeper day, if you know what I mean, man. But um, other than that, bro, shit's been good. Shit's been good. I got home today, chilled out, forgot my iPad your place, so I had to watch Raw on the TV. I haven't done that in like two years. It was yeah. fucking... I literally, I sat on my bed with headphones in and just took the headphones out when I saw something I could talk about. Put it right back in the rest of the show, bro. That's how I spent this whole show, bro. But other than that, bro, I'm good, bro. What about you, bro? How have you been? Yeah, man, pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain. Um, well, I can because I watched Monday Night Raw today. But uh, otherwise, otherwise, nothing, um, nothing to complain about, man. But good. yeah, um, <sighs> guess we. Actually, I don't even know if we need to talk about SmackDown. Um, I mean, probably yeah. not. What happened on SmackDown? Uh, probably nothing that matters now because Survivor no. Series. Um, what did we get on SmackDown? Let's see. Yeah. Um. Uh. Nothing, nothing really, um, they attacked yeah. Woods, the bloodline, oh, yeah. attacked Woods, they stole his crown, and, uh, they exposed his crown for being a, uh, Burger King crown. Literally. Because all boy. Roman Reigns did was step on it, and that was it, but Roman Reigns, before he stepped on it, had to stop his cousin from ferociously throwing it on the ground with all of his might. Bro. 
and just gave it to Roman. You put it on the ground. Like, bro, what? That looks so bad. Jey Uso lifts the crown up with all his might and then just slowly lowers it and just hands it to Roman. Shit was hilarious. But they beat up. They beat up King Wood. Um, They beat him up, man. Uh, They crushed his crown and Wood says, uh, to be a to be a king, you don't even need a crown. Okay. Well, they crushed it, so now you don't really have any other choice. Um, Ridge Holland continues to be uh, the biggest Seamus Mark, I think, ever. Um, his whole gimmick is a Seamus Mark. That has literally been his gimmick so far on the main roster. He uh, just loves Seamus. What just a, loves the guy. What a fucking gimmick. Um, Zia Lee uh, introduces a new character as the protector. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, she literally explained in a story how she murked a landlord. Literally the whole story. Gonna culminate to her murdering the landlord. Yeah, the story was... Zia Lee um, and her family, uh, her dad was the protector, and then her dad passed away. So, long story short, after her dad passed away, they didn't have a protector, so she ended up, um, she ended up killing her landlord. Uh, and that was, story. and that, that is basically what she described. She said, the landlord pretty much just, uh, you know, came in there, came in there and just started yelling at him. She, he threw all their shit out. So she killed him. The only way she I guess him. she knew how to handle it, bro. She, she caught a body, bro. And it Definitely was her did. landlord. Um, I <laughs> like, bro, what? I don't know, man. She, she just fucking killed him, bro. That was it. Quite literally. Uh, and then at the very end of the show, we finally got an ounce of build between um, Roman Reigns and Big E. King Woods was in the ring. Roman came out, no Usos. Uh, he points to the back to signal for the Usos. And they did not come out. And sooner or later, they were both thrown out there. And uh, nobody, um, nobody knew why. Roman didn't yeah. know why. King Woods was smiling. And obviously, Big E's music hits. Uh, but he kind of got the upper hand on Roman, but he never really hit his finisher or anything like that. No. So, you know, you got to keep Roman looking strong, as strong as can be. Can't even let Biggie get a, 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 the one up in a segment or nothing like that. So Literally. that's, that's that man. And that was, that was SmackDown, bro. That was SmackDown. quite literally SmackDown. She'll oh yeah. And then, and then there was that mental segment with Charlotte, bro, where she oh tells Tony God. Storm, you don't deserve a shot at this, but I'll give it to you. Hold like, on. What? Let me stop you right there. If she doesn't, does she deserve it or does she not? Oh, man. Makes no sense. But bro. I'll give it to you. God, man. You didn't earn this paycheck, but I'll give it to you. Like, I wish. I wish that how it fucking worked. Uh, 
you go and you literally go insane watching this shit. This shit is so horrible. I can't stress to you guys how bad this shit is, bro. Really I've been is, watching bro. this shit for a really long time, man. And it honestly just keeps getting worse. I feel so dead inside after Monday Night Raw. I genuinely do. The most the best part about the show, the most intriguing part throughout the night was seeing videos of some fucking fat slob in oh, red joggers who uh fucking speared Seth Rollins. That was more entertaining watching videos of this moron all night than this Literally. fucking show. Um Watching all Mario Judah fucking attack Seth Rollins. <laughs> it really did look like Mario Judah. Oh, he did. He did, bro. God. Uh, Monday Night Raw. The show opens up with Mr. McMahon. And he's sitting in the same office uh, with... Um, Deville and um, Adam Pierce, and he says to them, "If you guys don't figure out who did this tonight, both of you will be fired." And then in, oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta fucking bring this up. In incredibly poor taste, Vince McMahon mm -hmm. goes, "You guys will be let go. You know what that means, don't you?" And he fucking laughs. The goddamn dude. What a motherfucker, bro. What a man. How are you going to do that little storyline? <clears throat> After all your budget cuts. Bro. That ain't right. That's that's so fucked on so many levels. You, you deadass had the balls to go out there and tell these two. I am going to let you go if you don't find out what happened to... What happened to, uh, what happened to the egg? Literally. It, like, literally, in such fucking poor taste, this man says, if you guys don't find my egg, I'm gonna let you go. And you know what that means, don't you? What you guys a know what two words you'll get. What a fucking asshole, man. What an asshole. <clears throat> Dude. Oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, they were doing this shit last night. Uh... Just very poor taste and uh, their humor. You know what I mean? Uh, Vince Vince McMahon here was, uh, you know, saying bragging about how much he paid for um, an egg. An egg. Egg. Mm -hmm. And then um, the cherry on top of the cake. Uh, now he's sitting here uh, threatening to release people. I'm in the the fucking the best part about all that is Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville are probably uh, two of many people in the company that legitimately are fearing their jobs at the moment. And probably he is making jokes on television about releasing people. God, shit ain't right. Oh, shit is not right. Comments. So <clears throat> he says they're gonna get released if they don't find the egg by the end of the night, and he said he tells them to go tell the locker room they will be in the ring with Big E for a WWE Championship match, whoever finds the egg. What I didn't get, through the night we were seeing women look for the, the egg. egg. Like, he said 
WWE Championship match. Exactly. And there's already a contender for Becky, so you're not going to get a title shot if you find it. But you're going to get... Rhea Ripley's backstage. They're fucking everything up. Um, oh my god, that shit was so bad. Shit was so cringy, bro. Our truth opened the fucking women's bathroom and was like, oh, it's not in there. Oh, man. Fucking holds up a fucking... Fucking Fucking. holds up a fucking football and he's screaming, I found it! I found it! No, the fuck you didn't! It's a fucking football! It was like, why? Why were they all running around like it was a 24-7 title segment? That made no sense, bro. Mobs fucking running around? Oh, shit made no sense. Yeah, like it's gonna be lying in some random crate somewhere. Oh, man. Hated that shit. That shit was so bad. Horrible. Horrible, man. The show starts off with Randy Orton unable to find Matt Riddle. He's unable to find Matt Riddle, and um, he's saying, he's saying, I don't know. I don't know where he is. He's, he's never late. He's never late to the ring. And listen, man, I love RK, bro. I do. Mm-hmm. Fucking Matt Riddle comes walking up dressed as Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Dressed as Randy Orton. He has Drew Gulak's all black tights on. Literally. Um, he has Gulak's all black tights on. You could see Gulak throughout the whole match. He has his feet taped up around the ankles like uh, Rusev used to. Mm-hmm. Um he has his hair tied up, and he has a stick-on mustache and stick-on, uh, you know, a little chin hair piece to it, like Orton and he does. Dyed his hair. Yeah. And he dyed his fucking hair, and he looked so bad. It looked like ginger. He, like, dyed it like, like ginger. It looked so bad. I gotta see this. I'm gonna look at an old picture of him. His hair was did not was not that color, bruh. I don't know if I really dyed his shit like ginger red. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Get that. Yeah, looking at his hair. That can't be the color of his Unless this is how it looks tied up. I've never seen his shit tied up. It was backstage. You could... Yeah, it, looked, uh, it looks the same to me. I mean, maybe it was looked... lighting. Yeah, it probably was. Because when it looks down when he was in the ring, it looked normal. Backstage, that shit looked fucking. That shit looked like he died the fuck out of that shit. Hmm. I guess that's how his shit looks. It was probably the lighting. Well, 
He's dressed up as Randy Orton here, and he wrestles a match against the lifer, Dolph Ziggler, and he ends up beating him with an RKO. Randy mm-hmm. hops in the ring, gives him a bro Derek, uh, gives Bobby Roode a bro Derek, and RK bro celebrate. I love RK bro, but uh, and what, what mm-hmm. makes them good is how opposite they are. Um, exactly. Yeah, I can't say this was my favorite segment of theirs by any means. No, um, definitely my least favorite segment of these two. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. But, I mean, um, yeah, it was just, it was just bad. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think this is a turning point for the group. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, obviously all segments can't be, uh, fucking fantastic. Golden. There's exactly. gonna be, there's gonna be some bad ones in there, and this one was, uh, not, not the best. Exactly. Um, it was definitely a Vince written segment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking about this, man. When mm-hmm. RK Bro is over, you know how fast they're going to get rid of Matt Riddle? Oh, instant. We were talking about that, bro. Instant. Gone. Instantly. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Becky Lynch. Becky okay. Lynch comes out there, and she says uh, she was uh, the better woman than Charlotte, and, you know, kind of doing her whole shtick and she's Mm -hmm. telling the Barclays Center oh she kind of hinted at AEW a little bit in this promo she said um she was like uh, oh last night while five women were trying to break their backs you guys were chanting because you because you want something new and stuff like that and I mean, for anybody that watched the show, you'll know that they were chanting AEW and they were chanting for CM Punk during that show and or during that match. And Becky Lynch was saying, oh, you guys want something new um, to the point where five women were breaking their backs and you were chanting uh, because uh, you like you you want something fresh. You want something uh, new and fresh. I was like, oh, OK, little hint at AEW there. Um, yeah. And she, um, Becky, Becky would start naming off, um, and Becky would start naming off, you know, certain people that the WWE Universe wants to see. Uh, mm-hmm. She mentioned Bianca, she mentioned Liv, she mentioned somebody else too. I can't remember who it was. Um, uh, yeah, and. <clears throat> Um, yeah, pretty much the point of that was, the point of this was kind of just her telling everybody that she's the best and she has a death grip on the championship and that was, that was pretty much it. Nothing really. Basically. Um, Yeah. So that was, that was that. That was that. Yeah. It was just Becky segment. I mean, she tried to talk about the fans when they were chanting about, you know, CM Punk and AEW during that women's match, but like. Can you blame them? That shit was boring as hell, bro. You can if you only if you guys only knew how boring it was for us. Yeah, you know I mean, but it was just a boring ass match. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just how it is, bro. It's just how it is. Sometimes things just don't hit, and it was just one of those fans don't hate women's wrestling because they were marking for your match or marked for that match. Is that 
on the fans or is that all on WWE for booking that match like that? Come on, bro. Also, saving that match for second to last was not a huge a good mistake. Spot. Uh, not a because good spot for that the, match. the crowd was worn out after, mm-hmm. after you know, a couple hours, three hours of the whole show. And then you want to throw that right before the main event and the I don't give a fuck about this match spot. Mm-hmm. So if you threw it in the I don't give a fuck about this match spot, what's going to make us give a fuck about this match? No, I didn't. Like, and then you book it terribly? Come on, bro. Horribly. Come on. Horribly. Liv Morgan is the new number one contender. She had not, they couldn't even let Liv Morgan come out in this segment. She had a backstage segment with Becky later in the night. They couldn't even, I mean, man. I mean, in that segment, fucking um, Liv was excited that Team Raw won, like, Aren't you one of the first to get to get eliminated? Why are you celebrating? Yep. You should be pissed. You should be pissed not only at yourself, but at Bianca Belair. Come on, bro. Come on. So, Becky Lynch says, you know, um, while they broke their necks, you're just chanting because you want something fresh. But then she says, I can't blame you guys because... Um, I don't think anybody in that match levels up to me anyway. So that was pretty much that. Um, yeah. That was pretty much that segment. Bianca Belair comes out after, uh, right after Becky Lynch to face Tamina Snuka. <sighs> oh, man. Who, who cares, bro? Who, who cares? In their right mind. Book this dog shit on Monday Night Raw. And the ending, bro. The fucking ending. What was the ending of this match? A new faction was formed. There was? Yeah. At the end, fucking Dewdrop came out, beat up Bianca, and then walked away with the two other idiots, uh, Natalia and Tamina, around her shoulders and just walked out. So what I'm guessing is that's a new faction. New trio, Dewdrop, Natalia, Tamina. Well, the jobs. <sighs> good lord. Yep. That's gonna yeah, be a I, fact. Yeah, I, I must admit, I must have missed the part where she was walking away with them because I remember well anything or ever right after i think i walked out of my room after dewdrop got done beating up bianca so i didn't see them walking away but jesus fucking christ well bianca belair beats tamina with the kod natalia comes out and then bianca gets blindsided like seth did with uh dewdrop attacking bianca belair Nobody knows what the fuck, I don't know what the fuck Bianca Belair did to, to do drop. I, I have no idea. I don't know where this feud stems from, but, uh, yeah, it's here and, um, and it is not good. Nope. Um, it's a thing and it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And I mean, now it looks like we got, uh, the welcoming committee part two. Remember that fucking group? Who was in that fucking group? 
I think it was Carmela Tamina and Natalia. Oh, God. A couple years ago. Oh, there might have been somebody. Oh, I think, like, James Ellsworth was. It was, like, all oh, the chicks yeah. against Charlotte. Oh, she yeah. She came to SmackDown. The welcoming committee. Oh, God. Shit was ass. Shit really anyway. was. Yeah, so that match happens, and, um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't say that I care. Um, Seth Rollins is scheduled to face Finn Balor. He is, um, he's in the ring talking about, uh, himself being the sole survivor, and isn't he the number one contender for, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he did come out at the end of the show. Never mind. Um... He's saying how his normal stick. He's the yeah. revolutionary, visionary. Uh, All that. All Seth Rollins stuff, he would say. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he had the crowd singing his theme song, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. He was playing up to the crowd because, hey man, if the crowd likes you, crowd yeah. likes you. Your face, gonna... you gotta play up to it. Exactly, bro. He... He was loving the crowd, um, uh, singing his song. It was, he was uh, not ignoring them, which was very nice to see. It was exactly. very nice to see. Because usually on WWE TV, what they like to do with the heels is no matter if the crowd cheers them or not. I remember when they tried to do that when Becky first turned heel. Yeah. They tried. The crowd was loving it, and they tried to make Becky stand out there on a mic and tell the fans that she doesn't care that they cheer for her because she still hates them. Who thinks like, like that? Exactly. That makes no sense. Especially with someone like Becky. Exactly. Like, I understand if it was two years ago with Steph, I mean, <laughs> we all right. know that, but right. in current state, people are, loving, people are really liking Seth, so of course he's getting cheered and good to play up to it. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean, we've been saying it for a minute now. He's actually finally starting to hit his stride with the Trip God character of his. Yeah. He was awesome when he was the Messiah, the Joseph oh, Seed. He mm -hmm. was awesome. Um, uh, the Drip shit fucking blew at first. Oh, it was very yeah. bad. Um, but, I mean, what can I say, bro? The guy's been hitting his stride. And he was um, appreciating and acknowledging the fans, bro, which was nice to see. Like I said, they were singing his theme song. He, um, in the middle of his promo, was interrupted by Finn. Finn was making his entrance, and he went to do the little crotch shot he gets mm -hmm. while he, like, hangs on the rope, and Kevin Dunn gets a close-up on his dick. Um, he was doing that, and Seth started beating him up, and the match never happened. Seth was walking out. These dumbass announcers tried playing it up like this was a part of the script, bro. I see Seth get fucking get... speared. Mm -hmm. And fucking Byron Saxon's like, oh. oh my god, who is that? And then he kind of... And then he's like, shut up. And then he kind of like, shut up. And then, and then the next thing out of his mouth was, Finn Balor is not in a good place right now. 
I'm like, you can tell he got an earful when he fucking said that dumbass. shit. Dumbass, shut the like, fuck no, up. Dumbass, that's oh. not. Oh, you know they were frying his ass oh, in his ear, bro. Were. They, they were telling his ass to shut were. the fuck up. That was great, yeah, but that situation was not great, man. What a fun, what a geek. Like, this is why these guys hate wrestling fans. It's yep. because they do shit. Bad name. Exactly. What, what kind of fucking generic fat slob wrestling fan jumps in the fucking ring or jumps on a professional wrestler like that? Like last night, I was joking. If I got pizza thrown at me after paying five hundred dollars, maybe he I'd got have... pizza thrown on him. Maybe, maybe that's he what it did. Was. Though. Maybe he fucking did, bro. But still, don't just do... don't do that, bro. Don't if you're gonna if you're gonna do some shit at least just. Like that one time, that one fan jumped the barricade and was walking next to Seth a couple years ago when he's making his entrance and just was walking next to him. You know what I mean? Like, that's still not good, but at least you're not fucking being violent to these fucking people. Mm -hmm. You're you're lucky it was, like, Seth, because I'll never forget when FTR were punching the shit out of that guy that attacked Bret Hart. I'll never forget. Oh, bro. I, oh my god, if I was Seth, I would have started, oh god, I would have beat oh, the shit out of him. stomping his ass, bro. Like, he's lucky Seth's nice like that, because he, let, let that he happen to Bobby Lashley, bro. You know what he did to Goldberg's son? He would be wrenching that fucking geek. Oh my god, can you imagine that? Oh, bro, that'd be so great. <laughs> Some fucking fan hops up in front of Bobby Lashley and he starts doing his finisher to him. His on-screen finisher. <laughs> Oh, like man. just starts fucking oh, that'd be great. I swear, bro. But then Mario Judo dude fucking jumped him and then I saw videos of it like from fans perspective and fucking Seth was cursing at him. Yeah, Seth called him a little got... bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, You wanna blindside me, motherfucker? <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Oh man. Cause I like caught it, but I didn't catch it. I was like looking at my phone. I look up and I see red pants on the ground and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, well, Seth kind of has red in his pants. Maybe it was something with Seth, but then it cuts to him standing up. So I was confused. So I'm like, what happened? Like, lo and behold, I see that video. And I open Instagram. Yeah, bro. I mean, bro was fed up with Raw. Figured he'd take it out on <laughs> Seth. Oh, no, man. man, but... What a loser. Um, what a geek, bro. I mean... First of all, why would you even buy tickets to Monday Night Raw? So you're already a geek by default. But exactly. I mean, to go. What enticed you to go tackle Seth Rollins? Like, come on, man. I mean, exactly, you you were just saying it. Like, this is why these guys hate wrestling fans. It's because Literally. people like that give us a bad name, and then they think we all just want to go and fucking tackle everybody in the ring and exactly like bro what What kind of fucking shit is that man i don't know man i don't know but yeah he he's lucky he's lucky that seth um he's lucky that seth did not uh, uh, just let security take care of it yeah because um if you guys have ever seen those old videos like of like uh in like the 90s like early 2000s when the fans jump in the ring like you know you know who i see do it all the time i always Hmm. see videos of triple h oh i always see videos triple h 
fucking obliterates the fan that jumps in the ring. I've seen countless videos of him absolutely beating the living shit out of somebody. Oh, yeah. You you can't. He's lucky that Seth is nice enough to not beat his ass. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, man. But Seth, listen, man, that sucks for Seth. That or that sucks, man. But I mean, what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? This is not the mm-hmm. first time something like this has happened. This is definitely not the last. But like I said, man. I mean, why? Why are like? Why would you do something like that? You know what I mean? Like doing that, bro. Like. Being a fucking, being a prick and walking around on the entrance stage is one thing, but, I mean, come on, man. Actually attacking to, someone? That's to, just fucked. To ta- like, what the, that just doesn't make any sense. I'll never understand it, never will. Um, I don't get that shit. Just stupid. It's stupid and it's very fucking ignorant on, on their part. Like, anybody wants mm-hmm. to fucking deal with that. Um. Yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky Seth didn't beat the shit out of him because I fucking would have. Oh, I swear to God, I would have, bro. Oh, man. Choked his ass out. Not yeah. letting go. I don't Ab- care if he's tapping. Absolutely, bro. I would have beat the dog shit out of his dumb ass. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Versus AJ Styles and... Omo. The Omo community. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, we got this match here with uh, AJ Styles and Omo versus the Street Profits. I don't know why we're getting this match. Um, but what I, what I, what I want to know, man. I want to know. How a man's name can be so in- how a man can be so intimidating when his name, name is Omo. <laughs> like I was, I was I was literally I was thinking about that. I was just thinking about that like just randomly when um I was just thinking about that like when he was wrestling. I'm like, how do they want this guy to be the next uh whatever they want him to be? The intimidating mm-hmm. monster figure. And they gave him the name Omas. Omo. Omo. Like, bro, you couldn't come up with something? Something cool? <laughs> or something intimidating, at least? Omo? Omas? Omas? <laughs> like, first of all, no one can. There is no proper way of saying his name because everybody says it different. And second of all, it's not an intimidating name for a guy like him. His tall fucking his tall ass. You if you see that man, you will not assume assume his name is M O O, Omo. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, man, absolutely, bro. But what can I say? Yes. I love Omo. Yeah, hell yeah. The Omo community. <laughs> um. Oh, AJ. Street profits. Uh, well lose this match by way of disqualification because they started spraying AJ and Omo with a fire extinguisher. For no reason. For no reason. They run on top of the stage 
Dawkins is holding the hose. Ford is holding the tank, screaming his head off with his eyeballs popping out of his fucking head, just holding the tank while uh, God, Dawkins is spraying Mont it. Cannot stand Montez Ford, bro. He is awful. Dude he is, is insufferable. He's amazing in the ring. Oh, unbelievable. Amazing in the ring. Man. And his body language and his promos are just god-awful. Bro, last night, watching those two make their entrance, watching these mm. two make their entrance with... Um, Pizza Hut. With Pizza Hut and hearing Ford screaming into the mic... No one out pizzas the hut. That shit was so insufferable, man. I cannot fucking, I cannot stress that enough. It really this was, shit bro. sucked, man. This shit sucked. Um, the street profits, man, are not not it anymore. They're really they not. They really are not. They are not special in the slightest. Somebody pointed this out today. Veer Mahan. Will soon bring his fighting spirit to Raw. Somebody oh, mentioned, somebody mentioned this. To um, I seen this on Twitter. I did not know it's been this long. Veer mm -hmm. Mahan has been on his way to Monday Night Raw for two months now. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Well, they're pulling a fucking. Everybody, goddamn, that fucking course. They probably forgot. Oh, they most definitely did. They most definitely <laughs> who did, did. Who did they genuinely forget about that? Like one week, wasn't it Vega or something that they genuinely forgot to fucking use on their shit? No, it was um, wasn't it like Peyton Royce or something. He where Vince for genuinely forgot they were employed. Oh, oh was, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, it was the icon, it was uh, Peyton Royce and Bianca Belair or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I think it I think it was those two. Literally for a week, he genuinely forgot he, they were employed. That's why they were not used. And I would not put it past him if he forgot Veer was employed. Well, most they probably did. He most definitely forgot about Elias by this point. Oh, bro. Absolutely. There ain't no... That man's just collecting checks, bro. That man's in the clear. They they don't even remember to release this man at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst part. They probably forgot about him so hard, they forgot to release him. Probably. That's probably what happened. Veer Mahan will uh, soon bring his fighting spirit to Raw. Well, it's been um, two months, so... Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck he's waiting for. Um... Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. defend the Women's Tag Team Championships against uh, Zelina Vega and Carmella. Bro, I swear to God, I put my head down to play on my phone for like two minutes and this match was over. Oh, bro, I'm telling you. It caught me, off, it caught me so off guard, I heard, ding, ding, ding. And I was like, wait, what? And I look, look up. up and we have new women's tag team champions. God is, damn. Uh, Zelina Vega <clears throat> hit the code red on Nikki A.S.H. 
and they won. This match had to be like two, three minutes, bro. Had to be. Bro, it had to be. Something like that. And, bro, Carmelo's red mask caught me off guard. I wasn't watching their entrance, none of it. I looked up when that match ended and just saw red. I thought her face was bloody as shit. I was like, what the fuck happened? And it was her red mask. I was so confused, bro. That shit was the most confusing match of the night, bro. Goddamn. Yeah. yeah, well, what I'm confused about is, um, why are these two the women's tag team champions? That's what uh, I'm confused about. Uh, uh, Zelina, because this is, pay, uh, um, not payback. Uh, I guess they're sorry for the 9-11 match because, you know, it's in Brooklyn. So, had to have, give um, Zelina Vega something in Brooklyn. I guess I, the tag titles was the only thing they could come up with. I can see that. I can see that for sure. Well, regardless, her and Carmella are the women's tag team champions. Bruh. You know how these titles are supposed to float? Didn't we only <laughs> see Rhea and Nikki on SmackDown once? Yeah, like once we saw them on SmackDown. So these titles are pretty much on Monday Night Raw. Basically. Fucking basically, man. Now they're probably just going to be on SmackDown. No, uh, Carmella and Zelina are on Raw. I keep thinking they're on SmackDown, too. They're not on SmackDown? No, they're on Raw. They got drafted. Holy shit. God damn. Those two especially. Holy shit. Those two especially. I, I swear to God. Yeah. That ain't right, um, bro. That really ain't right. Austin Theory unveils himself as the culprit behind stealing Cleopatra's egg. You know, you know, there's I, so many logic gaps. So I, many. I said this. I said this before we went on here today. I told the sister K. It's like in the middle of the show, they said, mm, "Well, uh, wherever this was going, I don't want it to go there. Let's just say it's uh." Austin Theory. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's just say it was Austin fucking Theory. Why and that's not? exactly what they did. Yep. He just walked up with it, had it in his hands. Like, where was it? You know what I mean? Like, what? Oh, man. In told, story. Mm -hmm. He told Vince McMahon, he said he came into the locker room, or he came into the office meant to take a selfie with it and there was so much security he Stole took it. off with it and went to the hotel like if there was so much security why would you even think about stealing it in the first place how did you steal it how did you walk up attempt to take a selfie with it and was able to snag it but there was so many secure so much security where wasn't Fucking Vince in his office the whole night? What was he doing? Fucking digging through his fucking drawers? When he fucking, like, 
what? And then, if you're just trying to take a selfie with it, why'd you hold it all night? Why'd you take, why'd you fucking take it to your fucking hotel room? You know, do your routine, go to bed, wake up, do your routine, do your morning routine, and go to work when you just had it the whole time. If you wanted to just take a selfie with it, you, you nag it, you take it to the hallway, take a pic, run it right back. <laughs> None of this made absolutely zero sense, bruh. Zero. So, Sami Zayn says, well, I returned the egg to you. Can I get my title match? And Vince goes, no. Austin Theory, you're going to face Big E tonight. And he goes, really? I'm going to face Big E? And he leaves and... Vince McMahon tells Sami Zayn, no one likes a snitch. Well, I tell Vince, nobody likes an employer that uh, releases all his talent for no fucking reason. That's what nobody likes. Nobody, nobody likes, likes a snitch. Oh. Nobody likes somebody that claims his talent are independent contractors, but treats them like they are employees. He says, no one likes a snitch, bro, but didn't you love when Hulk Hogan snitched on the wrestling union back in the fucking 80s? Didn't you just love when he snitched in that regard? Come on, no one likes a snitch. Bro, what? Come on, bro. Come on. <sighs> fucking Vince. Fucking Hulk Hogan. Jesus Christ. God. This fucking company, man. Uh, Bobby Lashley wins, uh, oh, Cedric Alexander oh. participating in a 24-7 match, and he wins. And remember what I said about Reggie getting released? I was about to say, yep, you predicted it, bro. Dude's 100% getting released. And then, listen, I mean, winning... The 24-7 title on national television is nothing to brag about. But if it couldn't get any worse, Dana Brooke comes up and pins Cedric Alexander. She hits a... What the hell was that move called? Seth used to do it all the time. That, like, off the top rope, it's like a, not a Frankensteiner. Um, I didn't catch what she did. All I remember is her pinning him. Hey, she, like, jumped off the top rope and, like, did, like, a neck breaker. Seth used oh. to do it all the time. I can't mm -mm. remember what the fucking name of it was. Um, she pins, and it's not like she rolled him up. She hit a move and pinned his ass clean. He's going to. Dana he's he's going to be with Reggie. Dana Brooke pinned Cedric Alexander clean in the ring. I'll always go back to this, but does anybody remember please sign Cedric? I do. I no, sure we're gonna go that for AW. Now, that is uh, definitely going to be directed towards Mr. Khan and not mm -hmm. fucking Nick not either. Nick. Uh, Bobby Lashley 
versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Ray and Dominic get uh, obliterated here, and Bobby mm -hmm. Lashley beats them. Uh, and who cares? It just happened. Uh, who, who the hell cares? Who the fuck cares? Big E versus Austin Theory for the WWE Championship. This match had a lot of outside antics between Seth and KO fighting. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you at day one we're going to get Owens versus Rollins versus Big E. And uh, Owens is going to be put in there to take the pin. Yep. 100%. That's how they're going to do it. 100%. But he'll, he will probably be at the Royal Rumble. Probably get embarrassed. And in about a month and a half after that we will see him at Revolution. So... <laughs> God what a damn. time to be alive. Um, Literally. Big E beats Austin Theory while these two are arguing outside of the ring. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. And, and then they just, I think they just, like, stared at each other the rest of the night. I think. Something like that. I remember... I think they just started beating each other up all three yeah, it was, of them. Yeah, it was something like that. Or there was like a stare down. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Uh, another thing uh, was Apollo. Um, oh my god. Coming out and challenging Damian Priest here. And um, Damian Priest just all of a sudden just snaps. Like, bro, what? What is this character? He's just bipolar. <laughs> That's his whole fucking character. Is he just randomly gets angry? It's not a heel. <sighs> yeah, God. he just uh, he, he just starts cutting a random babyface promo on Brooklyn, <laughs> and I don't fucking know, man. T two, mm -hmm. you know what I've seen in the ring? Two mm. botched characters. Yep. Two botched fucking characters. Apollo fucking Cruz and Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Truly, bro. Truly. You know what though? I think the whole bipolar character. I I think that's what it intends to be. No, I genuinely think point. that is. That's the whole point. What? Yeah, I think that. I genuinely think that is what they think of. Um. That type of character. Uh, of Damien Priest. He mm -hmm. has two sides to him. He it's has Damien and he has Priest. That is fucking horrible. Literally, bro. Literally. Triple H wanted Damien Priest to be so much of himself mm -hmm. in in NXT. And to get to a point where it is now where he's almost going back to how he was when he first started in NXT and he wasn't really himself, we're back to that point. Mm -hmm. We're back to that fucking point. Um, AEW. AEW Dynamite. AEW Dynamite opens up with National Cowboy Shit Day. Hey. With the Dark Order in the ring and they announce uh, Hangman Page... Um, to the ring and uh, he pretty much just talked about the importance of being AEW champion um, 
I can't stress to you guys how important it is that we talk about AEW on this show because after fucking the last hour of talking about WWE, I feel even more dead inside than I did while I was watching Monday Night Raw, but thankfully it's over. Thankfully. Um, we're done with the WWE bit of this episode, for fucking mm -hmm. Christ's sake. Um, Brian Danielson comes out and absolutely heals up oh my God, on Hangman Page. He talks about, get this, he talks about winning the world title at WrestleMania. Man. Look at that, man. Other companies exist. Other, th other things happen in the wrestling yeah. world, man. We all know Daniel Bryan's best career moment, uh, best mm -hmm. career moment. The fucking Yeslemania. Everybody remembers that shit. Everybody loves that shit. They mentioned it here. Can you believe it? A company shit, that crazy, acknowledges bro. other events. Got the best reaction, bro. They boot the shit out that line. And um, Brian had the best reaction to those boos. Of like, he said, oh, I guess Virginia just doesn't like hard work. Man. Yeah, I said, of course Virginia boos hard work. <laughs> bro, I loved what Daniel Bryan was doing, bro. He he plays such a good heel. He does. He does. Man, that show is great. Him and Hangman talk about... Uh, him and Hangman talk about... Um, uh, you know, their possible match down the road and... Then these two get into uh, a brawl. It gets broken up by the Dark Order. Uh, then we go into a Danielson versus Evil Uno match. Danielson uh, beats Evil Uno. He is going to destroy the Dark Order one by one. And after this great segment, the fucking mood was fucking killed. When Daniel Bri Brian Danielson standing in the ring and he says... One of the Dark Order members is from Chicago. And I'm like, what fucking Dark Order member is from Chicago? I'm like, what are we going to get? Danielson versus 5? I was like, Danielson versus 10? And then he fucking reminds me that Colt Cabana is from Chicago. And we have to watch that live next week on AEW. Oh, we have to man. watch Danielson versus Colt Cabana Indeed. live on AEW Dynamite. Live on Dynamite. <laughs> and Bro. they're setting the story up good that he's going through each member of the Dark Order because next week he's in Five's home city or something like that. And then the week after that, he's in Tens. So he's just going to keep beating the Dark Order in their hometown, which is good. But come on, bruh. Cole Cabana. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it makes sense, but. It does. Come on, bruh. Come on. But that doesn't mean I want to see it. Um, exactly. Uh, Man, seeing Hangman with the Dark Order after the title win. Mm mm. Yeah, it's 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 gotta be temporary. It, it's definitely gonna be temporary, and it uh, it just doesn't. Something just doesn't feel right about it. Something no. just doesn't feel right about it, man. It really doesn't. Exactly. 
It really does not. Yeah, but that was the opening segment of AEW Dynamite, man. And um, it was absolute fire. It was amazing, bro. It was amazing, mm-hmm. man. Um, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida in the TBS Women's Tournament. Um, Nyla Rose advances, and I believe she faces. Uh, Is it Soho? No. It might be. No. We didn't even get Soho versus Statlander yet. Damn. Jade, right? It's gotta be Jade. Let me look at this fucking tournament. I gotta look at this tournament. Jade won her match, so... Um, it might be the winner... Yeah, but she also might face the winner of Rosa and Hater. Oh, yeah. I have no fucking clue. I really don't. Let me look at this tournament. gotta be some here it is okay so so that ended up being hater uh, okay so she faces the winner of statlander and soho oh, okay um okay by the way you know you know those ruby soho vignettes mm-hmm. you know there's actually a neighborhood okay first of all for anybody in new york don't fucking roast me i'm not from around there but anyway, this makes it even more cool. You know the neighborhood she shot those in was a neighborhood called Soho? That's dope, bro. That's fucking dope. Yeah, that's like a, that's like an actual part of New York. That's a, like an actual neighborhood. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool as shit. Yeah, that's so, much shit. So Nyla faces the winner of Soho and Statlander, whenever that mm-hmm. is. Because I know we still have to get through, well, we got through Jade and Velvet. Uh, all we have to get through for the second round is Hater and Rosa and then Soho and Statlander. So, okay. yeah. So Nyla faces the winner of, um, of, uh, Soho and Statlander. So she's definitely going to be facing Ruby Soho, but, uh, yeah, Sheeta, uh, Sheeta loses to Nyla Rose here, man. And, um, yeah, that was, that was that, that was that. It was a pretty good yeah. match. Um. I honestly didn't really pay attention to it. No, uh, I hated. I always hated seeing these two face off just because I'm not, not really interested in either of them. Yeah, no, neither of them are interesting, so I just didn't pay attention to the match. Absolutely. Um, the damn, who did they face? It was oh Butcher and the Blade, I think. Yeah, Butcher and the Blade versus um. Orange Cassidy and Tomohiro Ishii, um, very good, um, mm-hmm. very good match here. Uh, good got match. to got to uh, showcase uh, Ishii um, in AEW, which was very cool to see. And yeah, it was just it was just a fun match. Obviously, a fun uh, having, match. Yeah, having Ishii on the show kind of was 
having Ishii in the yeah, match was kind of the point of the match. So yeah, it, it was it was very good though, nonetheless, very good. Um, more continuation with Leo Rush and um and Dante no, Martin. Um, They've been really good lately. Yeah. Uh, what ha- those two have been fantastic. I love those two together. Uh, obviously, you guys know how we feel about uh, those two. And then, you know, with eventually with uh, Darius Martin coming back, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, what's not great is the interjection of Team Taz in this feud. <sighs> Team Dude. Taz just fucking sucks. They really um, suck at this point. They had a little something with Brian Cage in it, but... Now, Hook is pointless. Fucking Hobbs can literally be doing anything else and to be better. Um, And Ricky Starks just doesn't do it for me. No, he really doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, Yeah, man, so... Yeah, Dante Martin... um, Dante Martin and Leo Rush win their match, and then... Just more continuation of this with uh, Team Taz, which ah, please don't, please don't try to throw a, a monkey wrench into Rush and 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 Martin. Please they've don't. been doing great things. I love Let those two together. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Just um, fucking thing. MJF. MJF was in the ring. What the hell was he talking about? I can't remember. I don't remember what you talked about before Punk came out. I think he was just... The fuck was he talking about? It was kind of... I think he was just saying MJF shit. Yeah, that's kind of what... I don't remember him. I remember thinking where this promo was going. Yeah, I think he was just saying a bunch of random shit. Yeah, so MJF was, you know, cutting an MJF promo... And I remember they had a perfect shot of his face. His face was looking at the camera like how I am now. But behind him, you can see the ramp. You can see the ramp. And I just remember seeing Punk's punk shit flash on the on the mm-hmm. screen. And I was like, whoa. Oh, shit. Like, Holy mm-hmm. shit. This is fucking amazing. Punk walks out. And in one of the coolest moments um, of Dynamite this year... One of the most uh, chill-inducing moments. Punk gets in the ring. He's standing with his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. And he's just staring at MJF. He's just staring at him. MJF, he walks up to him. MJ puts his hand out. And he says, hi, I'm Max. Or he says Maxwell. And he puts his hand out. Punk mm-hmm. walks up to him. Looks at his hand. Laughs and walks away. He just walks away, just bro. Not a fucking thing was said other than Maxwell. Not Love a fucking it. thing was said, man. And Punk walks away laughing. MJF, you could clearly tell, was pissed off. Bro, I got goosebumps, man. And there was not a fucking word said. Not a fucking Literally. word. That shit was so dope. That bro, shit was so perfect. It was. It was, man. It really was. Um, amazing, amazing moment here. Um, yeah, bro. So going to be interesting to see what happens there. I know you mentioned, 
uh, Wardlow at Winter is Coming and mm-hmm. MJF at uh, New Year's Smash. I could Probably. definitely see it, bro. I could definitely Something see like it. That. Most um, definitely. And if they want to save MJF and CM Punk or uh, Revolution, they could always do a tag match with Punk and Darby versus Wardlow and MJF if they want yeah. to. Because yep. I really still don't think MJF is really done with Darby. Darby's done with MJF. So they could throw a bad match in there, now. too. Exactly. You gotta let it go, man. Darby <laughs> moved on to a better opponent. A better Bruh. feud against the gun club. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, in the main event, we got Jay Lethal versus Sammy Guevara. Great main event, man. Great main mm-hmm. event here. Um... Yeah, very, very good. Very good main event. There was news that the Briscoes were backstage. This news came out an hour before the show went on air. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for them all night. And then I remember in the tag match, uh, Rush and um, Rush and Martin versus... Uh, damn, I can't remember who the hell they faced. Who did they face? Was it the Acclaim? It was was the acclaim. It was the acclaim. I yeah. remember, I remember when, um, I remember when that match was going on. I was thinking mm, if they're gonna do the Briscoes, I would think they would do it now because mm-hmm. the Orange Cassidy match was over by then, and we didn't have another tag match. So that happened, and uh, Jay Lethal. <sighs> Jay Lethal and Sammy Guevara have a very good, um, very good main event. Oh, yeah. Sammy Guevara ends up winning it. Jericho and Proud and Powerful came out for whatever reason. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, hmm, why are they out here? They hugged Guevara, uh, congratulated him. He turned around. Uh, Guevara shake Jay Lethal's hand. Uh, Jay Lethal, while Sammy had his hand out, kind of looked over Guevara's shoulder. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking then, I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, are they going to put the Briscoes with Jay Lethal? I don't really know how that would go, but should mm-hmm. be interesting. No. Yeah, maybe. None of that. None of that. Uh, maybe for the better, because I really yeah. can't imagine getting behind uh, Jay Lethal and the fucking Briscoes. That just does no. not seem like a pairing that meshes to me exactly just would not work together this dynamite went off where went off the air with jericho proud and powerful sammy and jay lethal just hugging and raising each other's hands up yeah so who knows where all this is going yeah who knows man who knows um and for rampage as we wrap things up here man we get um uh, I was going to say Jay Lethal. Jade Cargill and um, Smart Mark Sterling versus uh, Red Velvet. And I did not know this, but Jade Cargill's finisher's name is Jaded. That's cool as shit. That's dope as shit. Hell yeah. I never knew that. So she, uh, she's facing Red Velvet here in the TBS tournament. She hits her with the Jaded which I like Jade Cargill's version a lot better because it's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does really the glam, the, for anybody that don't know, it's a <clears> slam <throat> slam. She hooks the arms, lifts them up, and then drops them down on their face. But um, 
did it super fast. She did it very fast, and I, I like that version a lot. I like that version a lot, man. So hell yeah. She hits Red Velvet with Jaded, and that was that, man. That was that. So um, Cargill advances in the tournament, and I believe she faces the winner of Rosa and Hader, mm-hmm. uh, which is happening this Wednesday on Dynamite. So. Billy. 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 And his fucking children. Versus Darby Allen. Um, Man. Billy's fucking children are so annoying. I can't um, stand those two. They are horrible. They are horrible. Not to mention what they did on Dynamite. I forgot to fucking bring that up. Dar- um. Austin Gunn says to Darby Allen, I like turtles. And walks away laughing. Bro, those two suck. They're terrible, bro. Literally, bro, you do not need to resign them when their contract comes up. They're definitely in that and category. It, it's funny, man, because TK mentioned that. When he was on that interview saying how WWE contracts were temporary arrangements, he said, he said, um, he did mention, like, um, he said something about, like, he said something about, like, yeah, you know, I'm not, he was like, you know, my company's not perfect. I can't say I'm going to keep everybody. I can't say, yeah, he, he did say, I can't say I'm going to, uh, he said, I can't say I plan on re- uh, on renewing everybody's contract, mm-hmm. but he did say he's he's not one for the mass releases. Exactly. Uh, but he, he did mention there that there there were people that he's, he doesn't plan on renewing their contracts, which is very nice to hear, man. Very nice to hear because some of these people just fucking suck, man. Oh, bro, some of these people are just not it. I haven't I haven't wanted to be great my own list of people I'd I'd not renew in that company cuz you can make a lot of room by doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. TH2, this Billy's fucking kids. Um, yeah, um best friends personally. Uh, Do not yeah. see the deal with those two. Best friends gone. Butcher and Blade. Wheeler um, and um, Bunny. Luger Fuck. and fucking Serpentico. Fucking um, um, I, I, I come Ford, Kip Sabian. Joey Janela. Uh, Joey Kiss. Sunny Kiss, yep. Oh, oh you oh, a lot. I, I could really scrape my own list of people I would not keep. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um, yeah, man. So, dude, his fucking kids are so annoying. Everybody was talking about how this was a. Uh, I Show remember you were one. telling. Yeah, I remember you telling me that a lot of people were praising Billy for this performance. And I didn't fucking just... see the appeal in it. It was just Billy oh. throwing Darby Allen uh, from corner oh. to corner for half the match. Exactly, because um, he's just tall. That was the whole match. Yeah. They're just, oh, Billy's tall and he comes from an era where you had to be tall and strong and powerful. And Darby's not from that era. Okay. No shit. Um, oh, man. So, so Billy loses here and 
I heard they were going to continue this, and if that means that I have to continue to see uh, Billy's kids and uh, Billy is is not going to be good for Darby. It really is not. And Adam Cole and Bobby Fish take on the Jurassic Express. And this match uh, ended up, uh, the Jurassic Express ended up winning this one because Adam Cole uh, was chased off um, with the Young Bucks when Christian Cage came out to stop the Bucks from interfering. Adam Cole ran back with them and left Bobby Fish all alone with the Jurassic Express, and they put him away. So, uh, listen, man, the more they don't tease UE, mm-hmm. the more, more we'll get it. Yep. But the more, if they keep teasing it, we're not going to get it. No. But if they kind of lay off it. Yeah, I think that, that they're trying to, like, counter that, counter the tease, make it, like, the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to get UE still. A lot of people were saying that we're definitely not going to get it now. I think this reinforces that we're getting the UE so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, But yeah, that was Rampage for the week, man. And that was Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good week, if I do say so myself, of AEW television. Great oh, main yeah. event. Amazing uh, first opening segment with Danielson and Hangman. Oh, bro. Still remember that shit. Great That'll segment top- with promo of the year category absolutely bro absolutely um amazing segment with mjf and cm punk um yeah man and pretty good episode of rampage too don't know what everybody's freaking out about billy for but it is what it is i don't it was just a regular regular match uh i don't know what happened that was so amazing um literally but hey it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But, yeah, with I believe that's everything for the week of wrestling so far. Um, minus Survivor Series. Yeah, all the other stuff we covered. We covered that last night. Yeah, uh, yeah, minus Survivor Series, which if you want to check that out, you can check that out. Uh, so it will be available soon on all platforms. We will let you guys know when it is up. And um, it is available right now if you want to watch it on youtube man so you can always go check that out um yeah, but yeah man we would greatly appreciate it but with that being said man this is going to do it for this edition of the notorious seals podcast man once again it has been notorious unscripted episode 67 man and we're on 85 of the podcast in general ladies and gentlemen and without any further ado it has been a pleasure always a pleasure for my johnny mayhem and i Sirkay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys on Friday with the news. We'll see you guys then. Peace.